You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Sanctified and set apart is the title of this day, of today's devotion. And you know, Jesus said something that took a hold of my heart a long time ago. Of course, he said a lot of things took a hold of me, took a hold of me. But one of these things he said in John chapter 10, verse 30, he said, I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. And then in verse 36, he says, Do you say of him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming? Because I said, I am the Son of God. Does it offend you when I say I am the Son of God? And Jesus had a manner about him, a spirit that showed a sanctified life. If you really want to know what it means to be sanctified, you know it says in 1 Thessalonians, oh I love that verse there, I love it. It has helped me, I've prayed it for years. It says, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful who also will do it. May your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord because the Lord has sanctified you. The root word for sanctification indicates something set apart. So for example, the temple was sanctified. In other words, they built this temple, they cleansed this temple, and that was sanctification. You see, setting it apart for what? For the indwelling presence. Sanctification in itself is not holiness. Only God is holy. First Peter chapter 1. There is none holy but the Lord. And it's the indwelling life for which the sanctification is absolute essential. In the Amplified says, Do you say of him whom the Father sanctified, consecrated, dedicated, and separated to himself? Oh, how I prayed this, Father, I'm sanctified. I'm separated. I'm consecrated. I'm dedicated. I'm separated unto you, Father. I'm yours, Father. All that I am, spirit, soul, and body is yours. You see, that sanctification is so essential, dear friends. And I want you to see one of the examples here in the Gospel of Luke. So just a couple of pages back. Verse 21 of chapter 3. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. Do you see the Heavenly Father himself 
had sanctified his son Jesus and sent him into the world. The Heavenly Father himself was bearing witness by his Spirit that he was his son. Just as the scripture says in Romans 8, that the Father bears witness with our spirit that we are his children as by his Spirit in us we now cry, Abba, Father. You read that there in Romans 8 verse 21 or 22. And Jesus Christ was sanctified by the Father. So the Father had set him apart unto himself, for himself, to reveal himself, to declare himself, to unveil himself. And the Heavenly Father had done this. Now, you, he who's faithful, has set apart unto himself your whole spirit, soul, and body, so that your whole spirit, soul, and body, whom he sanctified, set apart unto himself, will be found blameless at the coming of Jesus. So I want to talk to you a little bit for a moment because I find this absolutely phenomenal, how the Heavenly Father works this sanctification in us and what it looks like, what it feels like, and, and, and how do you recognize it, and how do you know that this is happening in your life, you see? Because you may hear the word and you may say, well, I don't know how to connect it to my daily experience. If you go with me to John chapter 17, to the high priestly prayer of our Savior, he says in verse, <coughs> says in verse 19, Father, for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified in the truth. Let me read that to you from the Amplified Translation, verse 19. For their sakes and on their behalf I sanctify, dedicate, consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified, dedicated and consecrated and made holy in the truth. In the truth means in the reality of their living experience, that, that this is not just some kind of mental knowledge, but it is a living experience, right? That they experience in themselves, I'm sanctified. Okay, I mean, a, a very simple example, I wear this ring, which is a sign of my sanctification to Virginia that I'm set apart unto her. So if somebody who would be interested to find some gentleman who happened to be looking at me and sees the ring, they would go, okay, he belongs to somebody else already. And that ought to mean something today. We ought to not disregard these kinds of uh, values that are to not be disregarded, the scripture says in Hebrews 13 verse one. We need to keep marriage in high esteem, it says there, Hebrews 13 verse one. But you see, it says, I'm, shows I'm set apart unto Jesus. The spirit that we receive through Jesus is like this and much more powerful. It shows in the spirit realm. It shows in the heavenly realm. It shows in the natural realm and even the realm of the dead. We have been set apart unto God by the sanctification of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we know Jesus, go with me to Hebrews chapter 10, where we're talking about how to recognize sanctification and how to experience it in our daily living, okay? We know, as it says here in Hebrews chapter 10, starting at verse 5 through 10, 
Therefore, when he, Jesus, came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifice for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book that's written of me to do your will, O God. This is quoting from David's Messianic prophetic Psalm 45. Previously saying, sacrifices and burnt offerings and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, behold, I've come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. Listen now. By that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Okay, so let's think about this for a moment. Because when Jesus said, Father, I sanctify myself so that they also may be sanctified in the truth. We know how he sanctified himself from scripture in that he offered his body. And it says in the previous chapter 9, and I want to read that to you from the Amplified of Hebrews 9, chapter 9, verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ who by virtue of his eternal spirit, his own pre-existent divine personality, has offered himself as an unblemished sacrifice to God, purify our conscience from dead works and lifeless observances to serve the living God. See, Jesus' sanctification to the Father, setting himself apart to the Father, yielding himself to the Father, had to, listen closely, be taken to not just as it says in Philippians 2 verse 6 or 7 to the extreme of death on the cross but had to be taken all the way through to the end to be found blameless and perfect so the spirit the eternal spirit of holiness by which he was forever eternally God had to be fully manifest in the action and nature until it was completed, until he cried it is finished, and had suffered the pains of death for three days, according to Psalm 16, and then, according to Romans 1 verse 4, was triumphantly raised from the dead, declared to be the Son of God by the Spirit of holiness. It, you see, that spirit by which he offered himself, listen closely, we're talking about how you're going to know, perceive, recognize and experience his sanctification in you. It's the spirit <clears throat> by which he offered himself was found perfect in triumph over sin, Satan and death and the law that was against us because of our sinful nature. The law was perfectly satisfied in Jesus Christ. So the law has no more charge against you. God's justice has been met fully by that perfect blood. And that sanctifying spirit is what he imparts from you into you, which is what he means when he says, so that they may be sanctified in the truth. In that their living, our living experience is 
I am sealed by the blood and the Spirit as belonging to my Heavenly Father. The Spirit of life in Christ by which He offered Himself is liberating me from the law of sin and death. The Spirit of life in Christ Jesus is granting me to live as He lives, one with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I live in this sanctification and you feel it, you see it, you recognize it in the way you can talk and can't talk, in the way you can act and can't act, and where you can go and can't go, what you can do and can't do, that you are completely kept in the truth, the living reality of that spirit by which Jesus offered himself that sets you apart unto God. Again, (coughs) by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. My goodness. This is so glorious, dear friends. This is so wonderful. Listen to this for a moment. Hebrews 2, verse 11. Hebrews 2, verse 11. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to to call them brethren. Do you see What sanctifies us in living experience is our oneness with Jesus Christ. What he did, he did once and for all. What sets me apart unto God is that same spirit by which Jesus offered himself, that same sweet, fragrant, self-sacrificial love by which he gave himself to the Father. Jesus said, John 14, 31, I do talking about his cross, so that the world may know I love the Father. You see, we are one in that sanctification. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, that God has made Jesus unto us wisdom to know him, perceive him, recognize him, righteousness, Yes, Jesus is our righteousness. The righteousness he has with the Father now is what he imparts to us by his Holy Spirit. Sanctification. He is what sets us apart to the Father. And redemption. His liberation from the powers of sin and death is our liberation from the powers of sin and death. That's what redemption talks about. So that he who boasts, let him boast in the Lord. Lastly, lastly, oh, and I love this. Oh, I love this, and I'm so happy it's in the Bible. Not everybody appreciates this scripture for how powerful and wonderful it is, but I love it. Listen, um, verse 9 of 1 Corinthians 6, okay? And this is my last verse, and I close. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Don't be deceived. Neither fornicators, that's people indulging in pornography, neither idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed. You were sanctified. 
you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. <clears throat> it is through Jesus that all these things that would separate us from God and defile us and corrupt us in our ways, in other words, not show any nature of our Heavenly Father in us, all of that is taken away through this amazing sanctification. And then you will say, you know what I used to do? I used to indulge myself in pornography. I used to be so filled with adultery that I could not look at another woman without undressing her in my heart and my mind while I'm married. I, I just always had such strong compulsion to, to entertain sex with, with somebody of the same, same gender. You know, I used to laugh and think I got a good deal when I ripped somebody off in business and sold them something that was, that was not correct. But I can't do it anymore. I used to drink and love to get drunk. I used to go to weddings and get drunk and think it's all okay. I can't do it anymore. I, I just can't do it anymore. I don't know why I can't do it anymore. I don't mean to be hypocritical now. I don't want my friends to, to all think that I've become some kind of a saint, you know. I, but I am. I just am sanctified. I'm set apart to my Father. His love compels me to no longer live to please myself, but to love Him and serve Him. And I feel life is so much better, living separated to God, living sanctified. I feel the power of Jesus that sets me apart unto God, that keeps yearning in me to be separate <clears throat> unto my Father. I love it. I love to live sanctified. Do you hear me? I pray this for your life day and night as I seek it day and night through my union with Jesus. And I know that He is faithful and He is able to wholly sanctify your spirit, soul, and body so that you may be found blameless at His coming. Amen. Have a good day.